Are you in touch with the origins and the power of the mitochondria that give fuel and motivation to your nursing career? If you haven't identified the power behind your career, or you're feeling like you've lost touch with it, you're in the right place here on episode 94 of the Nurse Keith Show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. Yes, this is episode 94, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation and the community around the show and the work I'm doing here out in the world. I've had to touch of the flu, so if my voice sounds a little muffled or not quite up to snuff or a little less energetic than it usually is, that's why, but I need to be here with you every week, so I'm powering through and recording this episode for you this week. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive, inspired direction. The Nurse Keith Show is now reaching listeners on six continents, so if you happen to know a nurse in Antarctica, please refer him or her to the show so that I can reach my seventh continent. I would really appreciate that. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of healthcare podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast, and Nadine Grzkowiak and the wonderful Gluten-Free RN podcast. And if you want to find the show notes for this episode, please head over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 94. That's nursekeith.com forward slash episode 94. Anyway, I'm happy you're here as always. And I want to dig into today's topic, which has me pretty fired up and excited, even though my flu inflicted voice may not quite sound that way. I've been wanting to write a blog post for a long time about the notion of your nursing career mitochondria. Remember mitochondria? They're those energy-producing organelles that are inside pretty much every cell of your body, and they synthesize and produce ATP, adenosine triphosphate. And that adenosine triphosphate is where our energy comes from. That's how the cells do their thing, and without ATP we'd pretty much be dead in the water. So I want to talk about the fact that your nursing career needs to have its own mitochondria. It needs to have its own fuel that is really the the energy behind your career. And like I say in a blog post I just published on Digital Doorway on February 8th, 2017, the impetus behind being a nurse and becoming a nurse, your desires, your goals, your motivations, the things that drive you forward, those are, in effect, the mitochondria of your career. And in order to, quote unquote, stoke the fire of your nursing career, like I wrote in the blog post, that spark can't be created in a vacuum. And that spark is on a continuum What motivated you five years ago may not motivate you today, and we're going to explore that here on this episode. I've said this before on the podcast, but you need to feed and water and provide compost and whatever else your nursing career calls for. There's a lot of moving parts, and in order to stay happy, in order to stay fulfilled, and to do a type of nursing or a type of work in the world that feeds your soul and your spirit and your family— 
you need to find what it is that's driving you forward. And when you lose touch with what that is, you need to get back in touch with it so that those mitochondria can keep producing the ATP you need to power your career. So if you look back at the beginnings of your nursing career, well, actually prior to your nursing career, some of your mitochondria might have come from experiences you had prior to deciding to be a nurse. Like I wrote in the blog post, maybe you witnessed a nurse giving amazing care to your mom or your dad or your uncle or your child, or maybe to you. Maybe you were in the hospital or receiving home health, or maybe someone you loved was receiving hospice care, and your mind was blown by what the nurse was capable of doing and the compassion and the skill and the science and the art that that nurse brought to the table. So maybe that inspired you. And I can't tell you how many stories I've heard like that of people becoming nurses because a nurse just blew their minds with what they were capable of doing and how they were in the world. Now, maybe you had a nurse in your life. I had three nurses on my dad's side of the family. Or maybe nursing just came across your awareness, entered your orbit for a variety of other reasons. And it doesn't really matter where you came from in that sense once you're deeper into your career. That original motivation, that original impetus for pursuing your career, yes, we give it credit for getting you where you needed to go, but that impetus sometimes cannot remain the impetus. It cannot remain the engine or the fuel for the engine to keep you moving forward decade after decade. And when people lose track of or lose sight of or lose touch with the thing that really helps them to feel connected with their nurseness and why they are a nurse and why they want to continue doing it, if they lose track of it, that's where burnout and compassion fatigue can rear its ugly head and really wreak havoc with your self-esteem, your self-confidence, and your, let's say it, your joy in doing your work. And at that point, nursing can become just a job that puts food on the table and not a calling, not an art. It's just what you do day to day. That's not a terrible thing, but if you can do work that brings you joy and makes you feel fulfilled and happy and satisfied like a productive and amazing human being doing great work in the world, all the better. And I think most of us do want that in our lives. So in the blog post, I also referenced the notion of digging deeper and A lot of people go into nursing because they realize they want to be of service. They want to help people. That's really what happened for me, too. That really comes down to it. I wanted to be of service, and I really liked helping other people feel better and realize their optimal health and wellness. So if that's the case, deep into your career, there may be a time when you realize that that original motivation actually doesn't work for you anymore. And let's explore that for a second. So let's say you've been a nurse for 15 years, 25 years, 30 years, even 10 years. You're older, you're more mature, your life has changed, things are different in your life. And like I point out in the podcast, you're older, yes, maybe you're divorced, maybe you're remarried, maybe you've experienced a lot of death, maybe you've experienced a lot of loss and trauma, maybe your parents have died, your kids have grown, you know, lots of things can happen in the course of your life and subsequently in the course of your career. And as your life changes, 
the reasons you remain a nurse and the reason you still pick up that stethoscope every day or do whatever type of nursing it is you do, whether it's clinical or non-clinical, that underlying motivation, the thing deep inside you that makes you do what you do, it's probably changed. And if you're trying to continue to power your engine with the mitochondria that worked 25 years ago, it may not work anymore. But then again, maybe it will. But you need to dig deeper. It doesn't need to be a painful soul-searching process, but it needs to involve some introspection. And you actually might need some radical honesty to realize what it is you need to do next and what you need to power yourself forward. So now I want to talk about my career, my journey for a second. So at the time of this recording in February of 2017, I'm 52 years old, and I've been a nurse for just about... 21 years. I'm coming up on my 21-year anniversary of graduation from nursing school. And as those of you who follow my career or my podcast or blog know, I've worked mostly in home health, hospice, public health, and ambulatory care, ambulatory case management with the chronically ill, etc. However, as of about four months ago, I've chosen to not have a clinical position for the first time in 21 years. And yes, that can be strange. It can feel like a crisis of identity when you're no longer being a nursey nurse, but I still feel like a nurse and I still feel like I'm doing good work in the world as a nurse, supporting the nursing profession and being present in the world as a nurse, but not laying my hands on people, so to speak. I do love working with patients and families, but I realized that I've come to a conclusion that that one-on-one intimacy with patients and families is great. And I can still get that by being present for my friends and my family. And I do wellness and ill visits to elderly friends and other friends here in Santa Fe who need my services. I do that just because I want to and I enjoy doing it. But at this point in my career, in my 50s, after 20 years of nursing, I've needed something more universal, something that is really going to impact me and impact other people in a bigger way. I'm not trying to diminish the work of face-to-face nursing, but my desire is to reach a little broader in terms of my impact. And after 20 years, I've decided that that's what I need to do at this point. I may go back to clinical nursing, I'm not sure, but it's important to me right now to have this new identity. So right now, I reach nurses through writing, podcasting, you're listening right now, creating various media outlets where people can get in touch with me and hopefully get inspired or educated or motivated by what I have to say and what I've experienced over the years and hopefully the wisdom that I'm able to impart to nurses who need it. This is what brings me joy. And like my friend Caroline Sanchez, the Hula Hoop Girl, says, You need to dance in the center of your joy, and that's where my joy is right now. So not caring for patients is a different identity as a nurse, but I haven't lost my identity. And my career mitochondria are completely different. The things that power and motivate me to be a nurse and be myself out in the world are completely different than when I was in my early 30s graduating from nursing school. My motivations are similar in energy and desire to serve others, 
but the means to that end has completely flipped on its head. So my friends, in the blog post, and I will reference that blog post with a link in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 94, there's a section called It's Your Turn. And I ask you seven questions to ponder, and you can print them out and write them down if you want, to look at and examine deeply and do some real introspection about what's going on for you right now and what are the mitochondria, what's the fuel you need right now to power your career. So number one, are my original motivations for becoming a nurse still equally powerful for me now? Compare them to the past and see, are those motivations still relevant for you? Number two, in terms of my nursing mojo, is it still there? Have I lost my mojo in my career or is it just feeling a little blunted and does it just need a little jumpstart? Number three, when I first became a nurse, my greatest satisfaction came from blank, fill in the blank. At this point in my career, my greatest satisfaction comes from fill in the blank. See how those have changed. Number four, if I feel I need something new to reinvigorate my career mitochondria, do I believe that this new thing that I need still has something to do with nursing? Now, this can be a really difficult one to answer because if you realize that what you need to do in the next iteration of your career does not involve nursing, that can cause somewhat of a crisis in identity and real soul searching for how you're going to make that transition and what kind of support you need to do it. Number five, if I realize that my new career mitochondria can most readily be found outside of nursing, am I willing to reconcile myself with that fact and pursue that path? Number six, on a scale of one to 10, and I know a lot of us like those one to 10 scales, my career satisfaction is currently a blank. Fill in the blank. Number seven, last question. Based on my current level of satisfaction, am I willing to do whatever it takes to get that number up to an eight or nine, even if it means taking radical and courageous action? So my friends, if you'd like to answer those questions and email me your responses, I am more than happy to correspond with you over the course of a few emails and talk about your responses, talk about what they mean to you and what's coming up for you. So you can email me your responses at Keith at nursekeith.com. Anyway, some of these questions aren't going to be the easiest for you to answer, but I also believe they're crucial to ask yourself, not just now, but you need to ponder these types of questions very regularly in your career, especially if you're feeling burnt out, tired, not inspired, unmotivated, and like you've really lost your nursing mojo. This self-examination is very important. I know I've talked about it before on this show, and I will continue to talk and write about it. And I want you to feed those mitochondria. I want them to be well-fed and nourished, and I want them to pump out the kind of career ATP that you need in your career. And remember, every nursing career is different. Every nurse is different. And we need to do what works best for us out there in the world, my friends. So folks... 
my flu voice is definitely coming to the fore here, so I'm going to close. I want to thank you for listening to episode 94. Again, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 94. You know you can become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show. I now have several patrons who have pledged a monthly donation to the Nurse Keith Show to support the work I'm doing and the production and the editing and the social media outreach. I'm trying to reach a particular goal. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith. You can pledge as little as $2 a month to show your love for the entertainment or the information or the education or the inspiration you're getting from this show. And if you pledge more than $5 a month or at least $5 a month, you'll get some gifts from me in the mail, in the U.S. mail, believe it or not, snail mail. And I will show my gratitude by calling out your name on the show and also sending you some gifts from my heart to yours. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced consistently and wonderfully by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Social media and promotion are handled by the excellent Mark Cappiespeason. My eternal thanks and ongoing gratitude to Mark and Tim for their support of the show. You can find me on iTunes. Please post a review if you're moved to do so. It really helps other people find the show. Head over to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram to find me. Sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com and you can leave me a voicemail right on the website from the bright pink banner on the far left margin and I will play your question on the air and answer it too. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others. Don't catch the flu like I did. Take inspired action in the interest of your career and tune in again when I am more healthy and when I can continue to help you make your career more satisfying, fun, energized, and motivated than you ever imagined possible. Be well, dig deep, stay away from influenza, keep in touch, and I'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.